0: Welcome to the Dirty Water Podcast, episode 21. This is Billy. I am going to be flying solo this week, as uh, Chris and I can link up with our schedules with uh, Mikey for the sound equipment in studio, so I'm recording it myself. But I've got all Chris's picks for you as well. Uh, we're still tracking this season-long rivalry in our NFL picks. Um, but this is an exciting week. We have college football uh, championships for the conferences, we also have a couple bowl games coming up, um, and in the NFL, we have Saturday games for the first time this season, so exciting week of football coming up. Let's start, per usual, with the recap of last week. Neither Chris nor I were uh, exceptional on our NCAA football picks. I was 2-3, and three and he was 1-4. and four. Um, I definitely have a better record than him on NCAA picks on the season, not to brag, because I don't think I'm doing outstanding, but uh, better than Chris, so that's something, I guess. Uh, On the NFL side, of course, my guaranteed teaser hit again. Uh, It has hit every week. It will continue to hit this week. In fact, I have two teasers for you this week. Um, For our full slate of picks, I was 11-5 last week. Go tell your friends. I'm killing it right now. Uh, Chris was 8-8, eight and eight, so uh, even there. Uh, but I'm five games up on Chris for the season, looking at, to finish it out strong here. Um, so let's jump to right into NCAA football. It's going to be a quick episode here, so I'm going to power through this, but want to get you guys our picks. Um, starting with NCAA football, the Big Ten Championship, Ohio State versus Northwestern, um northwestern is a 20 and a half point underdog right now um ohio state was granted this eligibility by the big 10 to play in this game which was kind of controversial i don't really blame them for doing what's right for the conference ohio state's clearly the best team um you know there's an argument to be made that they set the rules at the beginning of the season and ohio state didn't miss it in defense of ohio state not all the games that got canceled was their fault you know, we won't get into that, but they are playing nonetheless. They are twenty and a half point favorites, if I could speak English correctly. Ohio State uh, is what Chris is going with here. He thinks they're going to blow them out. Uh, they are definitely the better team. I think Ohio State's going to win, but for me, twenty and a half is a lot of points. Um, I'm going to take Northwestern. Northwestern is known to have a decently solid defense. I know Ohio State's offense is is. You know, capable of putting up points, no doubt. But I have Northwestern keeping it within 20 here. So we're split on that one. Next one, let's go out west. USC still undefeated. Nobody's really talking about them for the playoffs. I don't think they have any chance at this point, even if they win this game in a blowout. Um, but noteworthy, 5-0. Oregon is 3-2. and They are facing off together. Um, Oregon is a three-point dog in this game. Now, both Chris and I have... Uh, Southern Cal in this. Um, shout out to my guy Vic Soto. He's a coach for them. He used to be a, a UVA coach last season. Um, we're taking Southern Cal. Oregon's really not looked like themselves this year. Three and two. You know, if, if you extenuate that to a, a full season, they'd have four, maybe five losses. And it just doesn't look like the same ducks that we've all come to see over the past few years. So I've got I've got USC finishing out their season undefeated. So does Chris. USC minus three. All right. Well Louisiana and Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina still undefeated going into this game. Um, I like them to continue their their streak here, finish out undefeated. I don't think they're going to get a, a nod for the playoff. Um, unfortunately, I love seeing those kind of underdog teams, although they probably would get blown out. Um, but I got them beating Louisiana. They're minus three-point favorites. I'm taking that. Chris is on Louisiana, plus three. All right, next game is Cincinnati, also undefeated, versus Tulsa. Tulsa is a 14-and-a-half-point dog. Both Chris and I are on Cincinnati. Uh, minus 14 and a half. What I'll say here is Cincinnati of those kind of teams that are quote unquote second tier undefeated teams talking about like a USC, a coastal Carolina, Cincinnati. I, I think Cincinnati is probably the best of all of them. Um, I think they're the, the team that actually could put up a fight, probably still lose versus Bama if they got in the playoff, which they won't, but I think they could put up a fight. I think they're a solid team. I think uh, Cincinnati blows Tulsa out of the water here. Alrighty, Alabama, number one in the college football playoff rankings, is minus seventeen point favorites versus Florida in the SEC championship game. Um, no doubt, Bama's the better team, but Florida has shown some explosiveness this season. They've beaten some really good opponents. Kyle Trask is, I mean, up there. I, I think he's no longer favoreded behind Mac Jones for. The uh, Heisman Trophy, but you know, two guys who can really sling it. Top five Heisman candidates um, going at it. I think Florida can keep this one within 17. I don't think they're going to win this game, but uh, I think it should be better than people expect. Chris, on the other hand, is going to go with Bama, uh, minus 17. All right, ACC championship game. Notre Dame versus Clemson. This is the one that everyone's talking about. Two teams that are projected to make it into the college football playoff, unless this game goes Notre Dame's way I don't know if Clemson will stay in or not Clemson is a 10 and a half point favorite Chris has Notre Dame keeping it closer than that he's taking them plus 10 and a half I think Clemson's going to come out and beat the brakes off of Notre Dame I know Notre Dame's a good team but you know they played Clemson and when they beat him in overtime they didn't have Trevor Lawrence I know they're the backup quarterback is Clemson, for Clemson is no pushover um but I, th- I think they're going to come out and, and really make a statement that they deserve that playoff spot. Uh, however, I, I think Notre Dame will probably still make it in, assuming that Clemson doesn't, you know, beat them by forty. Um, so this will be this will be a good game. I think Clemson's going to win this one by two touchdowns in the end. Uh, okay, Ohio, sorry, Oklahoma and Iowa State. Uh, Iowa State and Oklahoma are in the Big Twelve Championship. Iowa State is a five and a half point underdog. Um, Iowa State's kind of been the team From that division that people were talking about None of them are going to make it to the playoff By any means But um, I have to go with Oklahoma here They've shown some explosive offense They went up with OK State earlier this season Won by like two touchdowns And I thought OK State was going to win That was when Oklahoma State was ranked like sixth in the country Um, Iowa State is a good program I think this will be a great game as well Not that it has any major implications Beyond that conference championship game uh, but I think it should be a good one. I think Oklahoma State wins. For me, it's just a question of whether they win by a touchdown. Uh, but I'm going to take them. Chris is going to go with Iowa State here, plus 5.5. Chris wanted me to throw this one in here. It's a bowl game. Uh, his two-lane wave uh, versus Nevada, minus uh, 3.5 for two-lane. Uh, he is going to ride with his wave. Of course, does not matter what the spread was. He was going to pick them no matter what. And uh, just to piss him off, I'll take Nevada. Okay, let's get to some NFL. We have a game tonight, Thursday night. It is December 17th when I'm recording this. Game starts in about two hours, so I'll get this out before that. Um, The Chargers are at the Raiders. A lot of injuries to talk about in this game. The Chargers are missing um, a couple key wide receivers. The Raiders are missing a couple key defensive people and Henry Ruggs as a wide receiver. lot of injuries even without injuries this was supposed to be a high scoring game I think it absolutely will be Um, Chris is on the Chargers I'm taking the Raiders I think the you know the Chargers with some offensive weapons out for Herbert are gonna you know they're gonna have offense but I don't think they're gonna have the offense that the Raiders do Um, I'm taking the Raiders to to push to a victory here in a high scoring game minus three Chris is on Chargers plus three All right, now we get to some Saturday games. Panthers at Packers Saturday. I think it's at 4 o'clock. Packers clearly the better team here, but the spread is 8.5. Chris thinks that that is just too many points. Um, I will say, you know, I've I've generally been impressed with how Teddy Bridgewater has played this season. Um, So he is riding Panthers plus 8.5. His commentary here is, the Panthers are heading in the right direction. They haven't figured out how to win, but they will compete week in and week out. Uh, while I do think they're headed in the right direction, especially you know without McCaffrey, they've been successful, um, more successful than expected. I don't think they're going to compete with the Packers here. I think I, I like the Packers by uh, you know to cover that eight and a half. Okay, the last Saturday night game: the Buffalo Bills at the Broncos. The Bills are six point favorites on the road. Um, Just coming off a pretty big win over the Steelers. We both like the Bills here, both Chris and I do. Uh, The offense looks great. Um, Chris said here that the team is peaking and is a legit threat in the playoffs. I agree with him. I'm surprised this spread's not a little bit more. The Bills defense is also starting to round into shape too. Um, I don't think the Broncos can keep up. We're both on the Bills um okay let's go to sunday 1 p.m games texans at colts the houston texans are seven point underdogs on the road uh chris likes the texans here uh he does you know put an asterisk here it's not confident choice for him but he thinks watson can keep the texans in the game um but the colts could win by four or ten but he's going to back the texans at seven I am going to take the Colts here. The Colts are coming off a big win, beat the brakes off the team last week, put up 44 points. I think the Colts keep it going versus a very uh, mediocre Texans defense. Next game is the Lions at the Titans. Matt Stafford and the Lions are visiting the Titans. However, Matt Stafford is dealing with a rib injury and probably won't play, might play. It's unclear at this time. Um, The Titans are 10.5-point favorites. And both Chris and I are riding with them. Um, we, Yeah, I, I think we both think that the Titans put up a lot of points on the Lions' mediocre defense, and the Lions just might not have the offense to keep up. Ten and a half is a lot of points. I wish it was nine and a half to get that kind of ten-point win, but I'm still taking them at ten and a half here. Next game is Tom Brady's Bucks on the road at the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons are six-point underdogs. Both Chris and I are riding Bucks as well. Um, his notes here, Brady gearing up for the playoff, and he thinks AB finally breaks out this game. Um, I don't know if AB is going to be the guy, but I think the Falcons' defense is bad enough that every wide receiver on that team is going to eat. Um, I was surprised at this spread. I really think that the Bucs should be favored by more, um, but we're both riding Bucks minus six. The New England Patriots at the Dolphins, the tightest spread we've talked about yet. In fact, the tightest spread of the week of any game. Um, the Patriots are on the road. Um, I'm going to ride the Dolphins here at minus two. I think the Dolphins' defense is very good. Um, the Patriots have struggled at times, um, namely, you know, last week to put up points in a significant manner. I think the Dolphins are going to continue to make that Patriots offense struggle. Um, Chris is going to ride the Pats. Of course, he's going to be a homer there. Um, But his commentary here is that Belichick finds a way to stay alive. Uh, But he says, take the under. This one might not be pretty. So I'll disagree with him on that. I think the Dolphins should cruise here with their defense. All right, the next game is the Seattle Seahawks at the Washington football team. As Chris likes to say, the Washington Sports Club CrossFitters Um, the spread here Washington at home is a five and a half point dog Chris is going to ride with the Washington sports ball kettleballers he says their defensive line is asserting itself lately Chase Young is the real deal I do agree with both of those takes Um, and he thinks that Russ has to pull some magic late to steal a win Um, I think Washington's defense is good but the Seahawks are just a better all-around team their defense has started to step up as of late um, and it, no doubt that their offense is, uh, yards better than, than Washington's offense. So, uh, I'm going to go with the Seahawks. Chris is riding Washington as five and a half point underdogs, the bears at the Vikings. Um, this was slated to be a great divisional matchup. It is still a tight matchup at a three point spread in favor of the Vikings, but I think everyone thought these teams, both these teams would be a little bit better than they are, uh, at this point in the season. Um, let's see what Chris has to say. He likes the Vikings, um, doesn't understand the line. He thinks the Vikings should be favored by more. He thinks Dalvin Cook is the difference. Um, actually, I think it's a fair line, uh, but I'm also taking the Vikings. What I will say is that the Bears' defense the past few weeks has not looked like the Bears' defense that we saw early in the season or in seasons past. They're kind of breaking down. Now that they're out of the playoff picture, I think they're kind of losing hope. The Vikings, I still think, have a fighting chance and a wild card spot in the NFC. Um, so I like the Vikings to uh, have something to fight for to win this game by more than three points. The last game of the one o'clock slate are the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Ravens. Ravens are minus 13 point favorites at home. Um, I mean, everyone's talking about that game, the, the Lamar poop game on Monday. Um, hell of a game between the Ravens and the Browns. The Ravens showed, even with that slippy field, that they can score a hell of a lot of points. The run game is for real. The Jacksonville defense, I certainly don't think it's going to stop them. I'm taking Ravens minus 13. I know it's a lot of points, um, but I, I think they can cover here. The Jags have no incentive to win whatsoever. Um, Chris's commentary, high-scoring game, thinks it's going to be like a 37-27 win for the Ravens. Um, So yeah, I I think he thinks the same thing. I don't think that the Jacksonville Jaguars can score 27 points on the Ravens, um, but I think the Ravens can put up upper 30s or 40 points on them. So he's on the Jags, I'm on the Ravens. Okay, Sunday, 4 p.m. slot. The 49ers are on the road visiting the Dallas Cowboys. 49ers are three-point favorites. Uh, Let me double-check I got that right. Yes, the Cowboys are three-point underdogs. The 49ers are three-point favorites. Um, I think the Cowboys technically still have a chance at that division. Um, it's going to be tough for them, but they have something to fight for. The 49ers are, are on the same page where they're kind of on a fringe wildcard spot. Um, this should be a good game. I know the 49ers have a couple injuries. Debo Samuel is out Raheem Mostert is kind of a question mark at this point, looking like he's likely out. So Jeff Wilson will fill his spot. Personally, I don't think the the Mostert injury is a huge deal. Um, Jeff Wilson has looked just as good as Mostert at times when he takes his role, and they split carries last week. So that one's not big for me. Um, Brandon Ayuk on offense for the 49ers has looked as good as as Debo has when he was healthy. Um, I think Ayuk covers that fine. I'm taking the 49ers. Chris is going to take the Cowboys here. Um, He said he's been wrong about the Niners all season. The Cowboys seem to be playing a little bit better as of late. Uh, So split decision there for us. He's got Cowboys. I've got 49ers. Next game, this one's the blowout of the week. The Jets, of course, it's the Jets that are in the blowout of the week. At the Rams, the Rams are 17.5-point favorites. That is a lot of points. And for that reason, Chris thinks that he's going to take the Jets. Um, he's saying that Darnold needs to play for his job and Gaze is coaching for his job so he expects them to put up a decent fight here the the Rams might be the best defense that the Jets have seen all season maybe the best defense in the NFL certainly up there I don't see a way that the Jets can score you know 17 points on this team and that, that's what I think they would need to do to cover a 17 and a half point spread because I think the Rams are going to uh, put in work on them um, on offense love Jared Goff in this game if you got him the fantasy um, I think the the Rams cover this 17 and a half point spread okay Eagles at Cardinals um, Eagles certainly are fighting for a spot in that division Jalen Hurts has kind of put a spark back in that offense with a wench benched try saying that five times fast um, the Cardinals are six and a half point favorites at home Chris's commentary for why he's taking the Eagles is, yeah, just what I said. Jalen Hurts injected wife into the Philly offense. This is a battle till the end. Um, I think the Cards are the better team. I know they've slipped up a couple times this season. Uh, they looked good early and had a little r- rough patch in the middle of the season there, but I still think the Cardinals are the better team here. I'm going to take a minus six and a half. Maybe it'd be a different story if it was seven, but you know, you guys have heard me talk about how important the, the number seven is for me to win by a touchdown and cover is huge. Um, so I'm taking them at minus six and a half. Okay, Sunday night game, the Cleveland Browns at the New York Giants. Um, Who would have thought going into this season that this would be a game versus two decent teams. I know the Giants don't have a winning record. They're not fantastic, but they have come into form as of late. Um, they're starting Colt McCoy at quarterback, which is, you know, not ideal, but he's actually been decent in Daniel Jones place. Um, Freddie Kitchens is going to be calling the offense against the Browns. He was a former coach on the Browns. So I like the Giants and kind of a revenge game for Colt McCoy and, uh, and, and, Uh, Freddie kitchens. So I'm taking the giants plus four and a half. Chris is on the Browns. His commentary is giants won't do nearly enough on offense without Daniel Jones. So he's on Browns minus four and a half. I think the giants defense can keep them in this game. I even think the giants can win this game. So we'll disagree on that one. Last game of the week, the Pittsburgh Steelers are visiting the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals are 12 and a half point dogs um, at home. Not a whole lot to play for for the Bengals. Chris's commentary here for picking the Steelers at minus 12.5. He thinks this is a huge bounce back game for the Steelers. Uh, could we be heading for Steelers Ravens round three in the first round of the playoffs? Uh, I think that, I hope that's not the case as a Steelers fan. I hope we don't play the Ravens in the first round. I hope they find a way to drop a couple games and miss the playoffs here. Um, but I certainly think the Steelers are going to handle business with the Bengals. Uh, There's some questions on our running back room on if James Conner is going to be able to play this week. Um, I will say, I don't even think he had the most touches as a running back last week. I think um, Jalen Samuels edged him on that. So I don't, and against the Bengals, I just don't know if it matters. Um, The Steelers are so pass heavy that Missing Connor, I mean, it's certainly not a good thing, but I don't know if it has a major impact on what we can do versus a Bengals defense, which is not that great. I am also on them. I know 12 and a half is a lot, um, but I agree that Steelers kind of need a bounce back win here. So both of us are rocking Steelers. Um, So those are the last picks for NFL on the spread. I do have two teasers for you guys. Again, these have not lost once since I started doing it. Three. Or four weeks ago, um, I have a Saturday tease and a Sunday tease. So you get two for two different days of football. On Saturday, uh, I picked the Bills minus six, so I will certainly tease them to even. Uh, I just don't think there's a way the the Bills lose to the Broncos. The Broncos just don't generate enough offense to, to win this. Their defense is what keeps them in games, and the Bills' offense is what wins them games. I think the Bills offense uh, comes out victorious in this one. Um, So tease the Bills to even and tease the Packers to minus two and a half. Packers are definitely better than the Panthers. Like it's not even that close. Uh, Take the Packers. They're going to win this game. It's an eight and a half point spread. You tease it to minus two and a half. Uh, They are going to win by a field goal, no doubt. So Bills even, Packers minus two and a half is the Saturday tease. The Sunday tease uh, Steelers plus six and a half. So let me back up just for a second. I love like teaser theory. I love taking teasers that get the number of points just inside of, you know, the, the bills, I took them down to an even pick them. Um, so if you can tease to within a field goal, I love that look, um, or to a pick Uh, And then the same thing with the Packers where they were minus eight and a half, that six point teaser gets you inside that minus three. Uh, So, you know, when you think about teasers, you can do a six point teaser Uh, for a little less odds. You can do a seven point teaser. Um, But I highly recommend thinking about picking teams that you can tease to within a significant number like a field goal or a uh, touchdown. Um, So I'm doing the same thing here with the Steelers. The Steelers as 12 and a half point favorites you can tease them to six and a half points on a standard teaser. Um, I certainly think the Steelers are going to beat the Bengals by a touchdown, giving them, you know, I'm less confident about that 12 and a half spread for the real line, but for a teaser at minus six and a half, like I just don't think the Bengals have the will to hang in with that Steelers defense. So I I think they should easily win by a touchdown. The other teaser for Sunday, the other leg of that teaser is the Cardinals down to minus 0.5 from – Minus 6.5. Um, again, I, I just think the Cardinals are a better team than the Eagles. Basically, this teaser from 6.5 down to 0.5 makes it a pick them They just have to win the game. Um, I think the, the cards are going to take care of business there. So Again, your Saturday teasers, Bills even, Packers minus 2.5. Sunday teaser is Steelers minus 6.5, Cardinals minus half a point. Okay, well, I am 23.5 minutes in. I zoomed through this. I flew through this. Hopefully it's a quick, easy listen for you guys. Get your picks in. Enjoy a full weekend of football with Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday games. Uh, NCAA football has a a conference championship game on Friday, a bunch more on Saturday, and bowl games start next week. Uh, A ton of football coming up. Um, Sad to say goodbye to NCAA football, at least for a few weeks until the playoff games. Um, but should be an exciting finish to the college football season. I think it goes without saying that, uh, you know, despite a few canceled games for the college football, that the season as a whole was a success when a lot of people were saying it wasn't even going to happen. So um, managed to get through the pandemic. The sun is rising soon. It's on the horizon. Um, We should be back to normal sports in hopefully uh, a few months here. So thanks for tuning in. This was episode 21 of the Dirty Water Podcast.